Emergency services. Please, you gotta help me. There's this weird guy. Ma'am. Please. Ma'am, call us when you're dead. What the fuck? Welcome back, callers. I'm Keith. And I'm Ryan. And today we have a special ghost with us. Would you like to say hi? Hi, fellow callers. Caller Tom in the studio with Keith and Ryan for this mini episode. And on this mini episode, we are going to be talking about two dumb, dumb criminals. Which we can definitely use a good laugh after listening to this past week's episode of that one... Shaw. Shaw Cross, the... Yeah, that loser. Was, hmm, way to bring the mood down with him. I know. That's why we're going to be telling some funnies. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for these? Before we get into it, let's talk about that social media. Yeah. The promotion. The Yeah. That you can find on our Facebook. Yes. Do the shares. Or if you don't want to do the shares, do the donations. Yeah. It's yep. a win win, no matter which way you look at it. All of that can be found, of course, on our Facebook website for Call Us When You're Dead. Right. Facebook.com slash call us dead. Awesome. Okay. So I have another put it down your pants story. <laughs> I know that sounds real bad, but this one's funny. Well, let's hear about what you're uh, getting put down the pants. <sighs> okay. So a Florida man has earned his place in the shoplifting hall of fame that he, after he successfully stole a chainsaw from a hardware store by sticking the power tools down his pants. Time out. So this guy thought it would be a good idea to put a device that cuts wood down his pants? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he wanted to saw some wood. Saw some wood. Don't be having power tools by your own wood, though. That can be dangerous. Right. So we have Anthony Ballard of Port Lucia, Florida, who walked into a Treasure Coast lawn equipment store, asked the cashier if he had change for a dollar, and then jammed a chainsaw down his drawers. My question really quick. How long, how much, how did he ask for this change? Because you gave him a dollar. That's four quarters. I was just thinking that, like, how long did it take for the per? Did, did he go in there and say, Can I have 100 pennies, please? Oh, no. He was trying to get Sally the horse. Oh, no, that's Sandy. Oh, I thought it was Sally. The one over at the grocery store? Yeah. That's Sandy. He was trying to let little kids have 100 rides on the pony. <laughs> oh, God. Not his pony, obviously. Right. He was going to cut it off. Oh, God. Sadly for Ballard, workers did notice the man with a $600 piece of semi-heavy machinery protruding from his pants, trying to make his way out of the store, and chased after him. But Ballard, a man chock full of great ideas, had one more trick up his sleeve and tossed the chainsaw into a wooded area before cycling off, and then came back about 40 minutes later, to which... He found the cops. <laughs> and that, well, I guess that makes sense. At least the employees were doing their job at telling somebody. According to police reports, Ballard says he was actually getting the chainsaw to return it to the store, having had a change of heart about stealing it. He did not say if he planned on carrying it in or just sticking it down his pants again. <laughs> I mean, he just sounds like he's just trying to be a thrifty guy, like... Who needs bags and pockets when you can just shove things down your pants? Right. But, like, he threw it into the woods. So how is he getting it home? Is he, because he, he, like, ching, ching, brought a bike. <laughs> and, like, did he steal, like, little Sandy's bike? Or, or was he being held up by a toddler for a dollar? <laughs> right. And he tried to pay the dollar. 
And the toddler was like, what am I going to do with that dollar? You better go in there and get me peonies. Right. I need to ride the horsey, <laughs> and I need pennies, and I need them now. And, the, and then he smacks smacks Anthony in the face like, what were you thinking? Right. Get in there and go get me my change. That would be one badass toddler. It'd be Boss Baby. <laughs> if Boss Baby was a real story, that that is a real story for him. Okay, let's hear your dumb criminal. All right. Well, we got uh, two cons who covered their face in black magic marker in an attempt to conceal their identities before robbing a liquor store. <laughs> like, it's hard not to laugh. Just at the thought, but which proves that yes, crystal meth does help clear your head before tackling stressful and complex activities like robbery. I mean, I've done a lot of really complex activities in my life, and I don't think I ever thought, hey, let's do a little bit of meth before I go off and do this. <laughs> then again, I've never wanted to rob anybody. So it's been labeled the worst disguise ever. Uh, we'll be posting their picture up on social media as well, but. Their their attempt to conceal their identity. I don't know if they're going for like the military cover up, but it just looked like little toddlers scribbling on the wall with crayon. It is so poorly done. I just have to say, I'm Batman because <laughs> that one dude definitely looked like he was Batman, and the other one definitely looked like Catwoman. <laughs> Police stopped the car of Matthew McNally, 23, and Joey Miller, 20, after it matched the description of a vehicle used by two men who allegedly tried to break into an Iowa apartment. When officers looked inside the 1994 Buick Roadmaster, they were surprised to find men with their quote-unquote masks, beard, and mustaches painted onto their face. They were taken into custody and had a great mugshot of them covered in their little masterful disguise. So, earlier Tom had made a joke of, do you think he let, like, they, like, cleaned him off? Like... Were they begging to be cleaned? I mean, right. Like, if I committed a crime and was looking that ridiculous, I would I would ask very politely to let me wash my face instead of having this go down in the history books of scribble face. Do you think they felt pretty confident looking in the mirror? Like, no one's ever going to recognize me. Oh, you know, 100%. Yeah. They definitely were like, I looks. I feel pretty, oh so pretty. Yeah, <laughs> Matt Matthew looked at Joey and was like, "Dude, I can't, I can't even tell who you are anymore." Oh my god, like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> bro, <laughs> dude, bro, you totally look like Catwoman, man. <laughs> dude, you totally look like Batman. <laughs> like we could go fight some crime. No, no, wait, we got, we got to go rob stuff. I thought that's what we were doing, right? Uh. It'll throw them for a loop. They'll be like, we're here to protect. But really, we're going to steal. <laughs> right. And then, like, we're going to go get, like, more meth. That's how that story went. That is 110% how well, that story went. Taste it now. It's <laughs> yeah. all that little meth. Meth up in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it, callers. Those were our two dumb criminals for the week. But be sure to be listening to this Net upcoming episode where we are covering the case of Kendrick Johnson. Yes. That as we have looked into our research, his case has been fully reopened. Thank so goodness. If when you hear it, if you know any information that could lead to help resolving the case, we will have those numbers out there for you to call because no, no voice is too little. 
exactly. And um, special thanks for Tom coming in the little studio today and hanging out. Yeah, thank you, Tom. Yeah, it's fun being here. Well, but, with all that said, remember to stay strong. Do everything with love. Know there's always hope. And in case you forget, you can always call, call us, us when, when you're, you're dead. dead.